Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Welcome to Africa Tech Radio. My name is Lillian and of course it is Tech Talk and we're here to give you the latest episode of Tech Trends. I'm here to tell you of the latest news in the world of tech, okay? I'm talking about third week of this month and into uh, the fourth. Now, in South Africa, more electric cars are hitting the roads and it is a bit ironic because Mercedes-Benz is planning to set up 127 new charging stations for electric vehicles was 2.13 million dollars next year even though the country is dealing with a serious 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 energy crisis yes the demand for electric cars is soaring currently there are already over 400 charging stations and various companies have announced plans to add more charging stations they're aiming for a total of 700 charging stations interestingly this is happening despite South Africa facing power shortages for the past 15 years, causing frequent blackouts. Mm-hmm. And it is not just regular folks buying electric vehicles. Even businesses like ride-hailing and delivery startups, they are hoping and hopping on the electric trend. Uber, for instance, is set to launch its first electric vehicle service, Uber Package, in Cape Town next month. I hope, I really hope Nigeria does something about this. You know, switch to electric for a change. Let's see whether the dependency on uh, fuel would continue. You know what I mean? Switching gears. <laughs> did you see what I did there? Google is in a legal showdown throwdown with a Nigerian named Chianugo Peter. Now, Peter is suing Google for $150 million and the case involves the shutdown of his domain name youtubeaudio.com which he brought a bot from godaddy eight years ago google claims the domain infringes on its trademark while peter insists he bought it in good faith with encouragement from both godaddy and google let's see how that goes in another development union bank in nigeria is no longer going to be listed on the stock exchange after a 191 billion naira acquisition by titan trust as part of the delisting process, Union Bank is buying out its remaining shareholders. Now, this move is part of Titan's Trust's five-year plan to join Nigeria's elite tier one banks. And it brings Titan Trust's customer deposits to 1.53 trillion naira. Let me tell you about pineapple. No, not the fruit. The company is a South African Insatec startup. It has secured $22 million dollars in a Series B funding round, becoming the f- most funded intertech startup in Africa. Pineapple offers affordable online insurance and its unique approach involves returning unused premiums to customers annually. The funding round was led by new investors, Future Growth, Talent 10 and MIC along with existing investors. And Pineapple aims to make insurance more accessible in a region where insurance penetration rate is low. Let's talk about multi-choice for a moment. The African entertainment company faced a significant setback in the first half of its fiscal year, reporting an after-tax loss of 911 million rands for april to september 2023 this marks a notable downturn from the 55 million rands profit after tax recorded during the same period last year 
decline in profitability is attributed to factors such as power interruptions, pressures from the cost of living, and the sharp depreciation of local currencies against the U.S. dollar. Additionally, revenue declined by 1%, dropping from 28.7 billion rands to 28.3 billion rands. In terms of subscribers, Mortichor has observed a positive trend outside South Africa with a 70% increase in DSTV subscribers across the rest of Africa. However, this growth was offset by the loss of 486,000 subscribers in South Africa, resulting in a net loss of 416,090-day active subscribers across the group. So, uh, the decision to remove 311,000 non-revenue generating customers linked to special load shedding campaigns influenced the subscriber losses in South Africa. Now, you see, they increased their money, their subscribe, subscription fee here in Nigeria significantly. And people are saying, well, there are other means, right? I can watch the news online. I can watch movies on Netflix and others. So, why use multi-choice? Why use DSTV? Well, if you have TV... You don't need internet, so that might be a better choice for you if you can afford it. Meanwhile, in Nigeria, in a noteworthy initiative to address youth unemployment, the Minister of Communications, Innovation and Digital Economy, Bosun Tijani, launched a plan, I told you about this before, to train 3 million technical talents over the next four years. And this ambitious program aims to create a million tech jobs in the first two years, aligning with President Bola Ahmed Tinubu's goal, with Nigeria's unemployment rates projected to cross 40% this year. The initiative is spot on because it aims to leverage the country's young population, constituting about 60% of the total to become a net exporter of tech talents globally. Now, the training program that is called 3MTT, it will follow a 110-100 model starting on the prototype of 30,000 participants. And uh, right now, uh, it, has, it has taken off. It has really taken off. On a different note, Paystack, which is still in Nigeria, the Nigerian fintech acquired by Stripe in 2020, is undergoing operational changes. They announced that they're going to lay off 33 workers in Europe and the United Arab Emirates as part of a shift in its operating model to prioritize team members within the market it serves. The move is aimed at localizing costs and getting closer to customers. Paystack's primary market is Nigeria and the layoff comes amid challenges like currency devaluation and inflation in the regions where it operates. And in that message, the founder said, you know what? If you need a personal note, I'm going to give to you. I'll refer you and we're going to pay you three months <laughs> after laying you off. And somebody said, why don't you just hire me and, and sack me so you give me three months salary and I'll go find another job somewhere else. But, uh, you know, we're not all normal. In Drive, a mobility platform has launched a new venture and merger and acquisition M&A armed named New Ventures Investment. The venture comes with a dedicated fund of up to $100 million to invest in promising startups. The investment criteria include targeting posted pre-seed Series A, companies with proven products, uh, market fit, rapid organic growth, healthy co- economics, and positive community impact. The launch of the new ventures positions in Drive to further expand its impact in the global startup ecosystem. 
I just told you about InDrive, but Bolt, which is also a ride-hailing operator, has shortlisted 20 finalists for its accelerator program called DEN. The drivers are preparing for a pitch day on November 20, 2023, where they will present their innovative ideas to a panel of judges from various sectors. The top 10 drivers will receive 2000 euros seed funding and access to a six-week business mentorship program and the program's aim is to fund business plans that align with both africa city vision for sustainable transport the initiative is a partnership with the nest innovation park and the drivers will go through an ideation process supported by mentors before the pitch day the finale and award ceremony are scheduled for November 21st, which coincided with the launch of the new study on the shared mobility's global impact. Yeah, so that is something to look forward to. Meanwhile, Zazu, a London-based fintech that developed the marketplace for African remittances companies, has closed its doors Another one. This is just another sad story. It closes doors due to a lack of funding. The company had successfully raised over $2 million from investors such as Launch Africa and Founders Factory. And Zazu aimed to simplify the process of remittances to Africa. And their focus was on transparency, increased competition among remittance providers. Despite stating on starting a chatbot informing users of a daily foreign exchange rate, it evolved into a comprehensive aggregator. It listed more than 17 Africa-focused remittance providers on its platforms. But disclosure, it just takes a look at the trend of startups facing funding challenges in Africa's tech ecosystem this year. Another closure is Okada Brooks. Okada Books. Oh, wow. <laughs> this one is Nigeria's pioneer digital publishing and bookselling platform. Shutting down on November 30, 2023. Due to a rough macroeconomic condition. Launched in 2013, Okada Books aimed to simplify books, distribution and sales in Nigeria. They offered a platform for writers to self-publish and connect with readers. With a 30% commission on each sale. The platform housed a library of over 40,000 original books and 400,000 registered readers. The closure highlights the challenges faced by startups in the current economic climate. Oh, ooh, I can also start listing companies that have closed down, talk of uh, base tax layoffs, Zazu shut down, and uh, where is my transport, which I told you about amongst others. This is just so sad. In a separate development, Ibrahim Ibitade, the CEO of Letterback, a fintech providing cross-border payments to customers in seven countries, denied hiding from the EFCC after being declared wanted. Yeah, you heard that right. The FCC is investigating fraud involving a company called SDQ Financials. Not CDQ, but SDQ. Yeah. A mentioned on Leatherback. The investigation follows a series of challenges in the African startup scene with funding drying up for various ventures. Letterback maintains that it has supported the EFCC with resources and documentary evidence and is not hiding from the authorities. Now we dare, now we get up. Moving to the international scene, uh, Tesla has filed a lawsuit against Swedish transport agency alleging that postal workers in the in sweden have been blocking deliveries of license plates for new vehicles produced by the texas-based automaker mm-hmm. the lawsuit claims that the government agency's failure to provide access to registration plates constitutes an unlawful discriminatory attack directed at tesla 
The labor unrest began on October 27 when members of the Metal Workers Union went on strike demanding that Tesla sign a collective bargaining agreement. Then the strike led to disruptions in servicing Tesla vehicles with postal workers, dock workers joining in solidarity. Tesla is now seeking legal intervention to compel the Swedish transport agency to deliver those license plates. Meanwhile, Google has filed a lawsuit against groups of unnamed scammers using a fake version of its AI tool, Bard, to lure people into downloading malware. The scammers set up social media accounts encouraging people to download a fake version of Bard, claiming that it required downloading. However, the real Google Bard does not require any download. The lawsuit aims to stop the scammers from settling up, uh, setting up such domains to disable them with the U.S. domain registers. Google is also suing fraudsters who submitted thousands of false copyright claims against competitors, claiming at least 65 Google accounts for this purpose. Still talking about Google... Mm? Since YouTube is related to them, <laughs> YouTube has announced a new policy to start removing AI-generated video content mimicking identifiable individuals from 2024. <coughs> yes, you heard that right. I'm clapping. Because it was becoming so creepy. What? Well, this policy aims to protect music artists whose songs are being recreated with AI. YouTube users affected by such content can request its removal. And the removal will be will not be automatic, but it will happen. YouTube will also require video makers to disclose when they upload manipulated or synthetic content that looks realistic, including videos created using artificial intelligence tools. Speaking of artificial intelligence, OpenAI has temporarily suspended new signups for ChatGBT+. The premium version of its AI chatbot due to a surge in usage that has exceeded capacity. OpenAI Sam Altman, who was CEO or is CEO as at that time, at the time of this <laughs> news, announced the suspension, emphasizing the need to ensure a high quality experience for users. Altman stated that new signups are paused temporarily and users can still sign up to be notified when sign ins reopen. ChatGPT has recently surpassed 100 million weekly users and the suspension is intended to address the increased demand for ChatGPT+. Yeah. Still talking about, I'm sure you've heard the whole brouhaha involving OpenAI's Sam Altman, Greg Brockman and um, Microsoft. Well, I'm just here to tell you the news. <laughs> the co-founders of OpenAI who were sacked, Sam Altman and Greg Brockman, ha- reportedly joined Microsoft. Yeah. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella announced the absorption of the two management teams from OpenAI to lead the new advanced AI research team at Microsoft. We later learned that they went back to OpenAI. Coming back to the continent and specifically to Nigeria, the executive vice chairman and CEO of the Nigerian Communications Commission, NCC, Dr. Aminu Meda has urged Nokia Networks to increase its investment in research and development in Nigeria. During a visit by Nokia delegation, Meda highlighted the Nigerian government's eagerness to leverage Nokia's expertise for technology transfer and skill development among the Nigerian youth. Now let's tell you about um, Richard Tang, who is Binance's new CEO. Richard Tang was announced as the new CEO of Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency company, valued at $60 billion. Tang was former global head of regional markets at Binance. 
is bringing over three decades of financial industry and regulatory experience to the role. His appointment follows the departure of founder Shengbeng Zhao. Uh, Tang expressed his commitment to upholding high standards globally, collaborating with regulators and driving growth in the Web3 space. Binance, a major player in the crypto industry, continues to evolve under Tang's leadership. I'm going to tell you what happened to Shengbeng Zhao uh, in the next episode of this. But that's that about that. And I've told you about everything hmm, that happened uh, in the world of, you know, tech news. But not everything because news always breaks and I've not given you the one of the last seven days. So wait for that. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.